Welcome to Talkback, everybody. My favourite, uh, well, pretty much I've been slack tuning up to Talkback uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, but I'm not going to miss a Wednesday because he's my favourite. I love talking politics with this. I'm making half the shit up. He knows the whole stuff back to front, 100%. Bomber Bradbury, Martin Bradbury, how are you, mate? Good? Kia comrade. How are you? Very, very good, thank you. I had some um, iPhone issues, like my yes. iPhone is yes. black screen, so... I learned that if you go your volume up, volume down, and then hold that button until you get the uh, Apple logo, it kind of gives it a hard reboot. <clears throat> um, that didn't work for me. And what I was doing was I was putting the hard reboot right in the top button, and then it would go whoop, 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 and then it would call the cops. And I've called the New Zealand oh. police about three times today. Sure. And, and you know what? They're very tolerant uh, with it. So that's uh, one, 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 couple of one, one, one calls. I don't know if you can yep. see that. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. So I did that, um, and that's that's kind of my life. I uh, went on to a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. YouTube mm-hmm. video said massage the phone in and around the lens, yep. front and back, then do the, and voila, I'm back. And it worked. It worked. I'm back. Thank you very much. Wow. Hey, so we don't have to have mandates coming up in like three days. How cool is that? Well, I mean, you know, it's an, it's an odd thing, I think, that we're doing as Omicron continues to devour lives left, right, and Not center. Auckland, no. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the rest of the country now. Um, oh, look, I mean, I, I, none of us wanted the bloody mandates. We all hate the mandates. It's not like we're, we're choosing the mandates, but we all have to sort of abide by it and do it. I mean, the mandates. ultimately, we all want to, and I think the phrase is raw dogging uh, our lives out there thing. Um, but but we can't. We've got to we've got to put the mask on, and we've got to you know um, do our bit. Uh, well, but I, think I just don't have to check in. How good is not checking in? I joined the gym. I'm joining yeah. Jets, and they said, "Oh, have you got your um, have you got your thingy the check yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, my vaccine pass. My phone's fucked, and it's got the black screen of death." And then, ah, oh, ah, oh. well, maybe you have to wait for a couple. It's like this is annoying, isn't it? Yep. But anyways, I'm. I mean, you know, hey, it's over. It's no point having a man. Oh, this this pass. I think the masks are going to stay, and a lot of people I know, I think, got long COVID. So um, that's becoming a real thing. Oh, so 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 yeah. I, I, I think the long COVID stuff will start scaring the bejesus out of people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of people like the uh, raw dog and comment. Everyone, look. Everyone wants to. Be out there raw dogging amongst the world. Who <laughs> enjoys raw who, who who doesn't like raw dogging? But um, but we have to wear the masks and we still want to do the social distancing and the and I think that 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 real, it's 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 not over. That's that that's just the, the simple reality that the Omicron isn't over. Uh, once it get, I mean, the vast majority of people who are dying are over thirty. Uh, sorry, sorry, over over seventy. Um, uh, once it gets into the retirement villages, you know, I mean, I think all of the exposed bleeding gums of New Zealand's inequality are going to be exposed 
once this sort of gets out into the into uh, someone did some numbers bombs and they said that we've got a higher death rate than America on kind of like some kind of yeah 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 more people are dying per per, per hundred thousand um, from Omicron here in New Zealand than they've had overseas and that's because we really didn't have any of the waves of this COVID go through so this is re- we we're still quite virgin territory here. Mm. Uh, and I think it's only going to get worse. My guess would be maybe it'll be in excess of 400 deaths in the next couple of months. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, maybe people who have had a car crash that had COVID at the time, or, uh, I mean, they're, they're going to be numbers, right? I mean, statistically, yeah, it's, it's all on. Uh, but I think we're in good shape. I'm feeling very positive. I just need bars to drop the social distancing um, and uh, to have no limitations on dancing and table service. And I think you're going to get the big two thumbs up from hospitality, restaurants, and all that type of stuff. And the I world don't see is it. I don't see it. I just, I just don't see it. I don't see – I think that after a while, people psychologically – I mean, after three months, you psychologically start to adapt to new ways of being. And I think that people have been so frightened by COVID – so terrified by COVID. What you're seeing in a lot of other countries is people just go, I'm staying home. I'm not going. I'm going to stay. Uh, I'm not going to go out. People are changing their lifestyles. Uh, people are focused much more on working from home, if you can, if you've got that privilege. Um, and, and, of course, the cost of living explosion that is going on out there right now means that people are far more likely to just say, you know what, I may have gone out spend a lot of money in cafes, spend a lot of money in bars, spend a lot of money in hospo. That's just changing now. I I, I, I I just can't see us psychologically getting back to where we were before the end, be, 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 maybe, maybe till next year. Next year. Uh, didn't she say she was going to drop an orange light on us? Pop an orange uh, yeah, light? Yeah, I think, I think the orange setting will come in pretty quickly after the 4th of April. But even with, even with that, even with that setting put in place, People have – there are some people out there who were so frightened of COVID that they have completely rechanged their life. And I, don't, I just – they're, they're shut at home. They're never coming out again. Coming from an Auckland point of view, though, the, the street – like the traffic has built up again, something crazy, and that kicks off at like 5.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah, no, no, I think, I think, I think traffic tra- – you know, people are – People are going about their work life. And they're just not going I'm, out. I'm not, I'm, not see, I'm not seeing people partying. No. Why would you? Why would you? Let's run through some messages. Obesity and old age, along with other pre-existing conditions, make people uh, have worse outcomes with COVID. Absolutely. We always yep. knew this. Letting yep. a rip for tourism has not even started yet. Let us see the second wave in winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I don't think we're even halfway through right. where we are with this bloody current wave. Uh, and when you add in the new, you know, all of the, 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 the flu viruses that have been locked outside of New Zealand for ages, once they're up and running, if we get some weird Omicron and flu variants, which is possible, you know, we're, we're, we're nowhere through this yet. We, I, I, I don't think we can even pretend to be on the other side of this until January 20. But we won't be dealing with a government who's going to lock things down anymore. I mean, why? Oh, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't think that that will happen. But then again, then again, let's be absolutely fucking honest here. Cinder loves every single one of us, right? 
if out of nowhere there comes another variant which um, has taken on the um, the spreadability of Omicron with the lethality of Delta, if you get that those virus variant variants mixing um, and spreading out of control again, um, any government is going to do the, sh- the the lockdown. You know, it doesn't it doesn't matter if it's the New Zealand government, the Australian government, the American government. If those numbers start climbing because there's a new variant out there. We'll shut the borders. Of course Absolutely. we will. Messages, uh, Darren Fortune, uh, being a push by some corporates encouraging people to go back to the office next week. That's true. I've heard uh, a lot about that. There is. Oh, like, shit, yeah. Work, yeah. Guys. Let's do this. Rats have really made a difference, haven't they? I love a good rat test. Um, you know, I just I just think it's insane that you've got to take a test to be able to prove that you, 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 you could go back to work. It should, I think it probably needs to be a little bit more. Well, they want to make sure you don't have it, and if you do, you stay home, I suppose. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. But, it's, but they're very unreliable. They're, on, they're only reliable 80% of the time, so one in five rat tests is going to give you a false, a, a false result. Uh, message from Kiwi Bear, can't believe how Bomber, was it Boomer, laps it up, learning nothing from debt in-house deals, and ACC claims Boomer the MSN remover. I don't even know. You know what I mean, I have no idea what that is. Sorry, um, but I, 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 I love, I love how polarized we are now in New Zealand. That if you don't have the exact right arguments for one particular faction, then you're a complete sellout. That's yeah. that's, that's that's where we are now uh, with our <laughs> political compass. Kiwi uh, beer again. I know people had Omni. Con artist naturally that jab seven times is sick. Okay, uh, Trevor is saying things have started. It's uh, uh, it's did up. I'm not sure this is okay. um, fucked up. Okay, Steve Daniel uh, is is uh, joining the. Hasn't China gone back into a lockdown? Hey guys, sorry, been a while. Yeah, no, no. Um, you're absolutely right, Steve. Um, the, the the Chinese have a zero COVID tolerance, and as soon as it breaks out, they just shut the entire. Um, the entire city, the entire port down. This has been one of the real major problems, uh, particularly for this year, the economy uh, for China. Their constant locking down of ports has created the massive supply chain um, uh, 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 backlogs that we've been seeing. And they've just put Shanghai into lockdown. So um, they are still battling COVID there and their whole zero COVID tolerance position has caused enormous economic dislocation. And I think that that's the real problem on top of the fact that we're probably going to lose another couple of hundred people and that the sickness is going to spread. Um, it's the economic factors that start kicking in now that make life so bloody difficult for so many New Zealanders. Hey, so last think, time we talked, I suggested maybe the warehouse should get the grocery game. Hey, and, and, and lo and behold, they are. Yeah, they're looking at it. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Hey, I'm just talking China and the Solomon Islands. What's the deal yeah. here? Are they going to set up a, a little base there so they can nuke us if things don't go with 
Well, so what you've got in the Solomons is a sort of a, a, a cookie cutter situation that's happening throughout the Pacific. Um, China has a lot of domestic uh, 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 Chinese move to the Pacific Islands. They set up shops. They set up businesses. They set up immediately attempting to influence the political structures there. The Solomon Islands last year had a bit of a riot where the locals, uh, Solomon Island um, locals, turned against the Chinese business owners and burnt a lot of their Chinese businesses to the ground. Um, Usually the Solomon Islands has looked to Australia and New Zealand to send in troops or send in police to to, to, to get the security back up and running. Uh, This time around they've turned to China. And, of course, China wants to protect their interests in there. And part of the deal, the security operation, will be a military base. Uh, China's pulling this stunt um, and expanding and encroaching into our part of the Pacific at a time when all of the world's attention is taken up with Ukraine. So this is a real power play by China. Uh, This will allow them to have a military base in the Solomons, which for the first time ever means an attack is possible for the Australian mainland. Now, that's quite a big geopolitical change and quite a big geopolitical position. Aussies are freaking out about it, eh? I mean, this is right up the same That's Well, that's right. They're absolutely shitting themselves because they don't want a Chinese military base that close to the Australian mainland. Um, Of course, the irony in all of this is the Chinese have had to put up with the West putting military bases all around China, (laughs) and and they're supposed to have to just deal with that. Um, I I, I think the reality is we are losing our influence over the Pacific Islands, um, and that New Zealand's got to play a smarter game, I think. Um, If we want to have influence in those countries, it, it, it won't be by the checkbook, because China can just out buy it, you know, out bribe us. So it's got to be more cultural connections. And I've always thought rugby diplomacy would be a smart way uh, and a smart a smart interest to be able to use to keep New Zealand's influence in, in, in the Pacific. But um, yeah, it's it's a big move by China. I think one of our biggest exports to the Solomon Islands is Shortland Street. You know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> enjoy that, guys. Holy shit! Okay, well, it's one to watch, right? I mean, that's I mean, we watch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is and this is this is it's it's also interesting how China's watching to see the Russian reaction for their invasion of the Ukraine because because China would love to invade. China are relentless, though. I mean, if China can't buy an island like you know, like the Solomon Islands, don't they just make their own islands? They kind of like they'll make a, a base on a mainland Chinese island. On a, on, a, on, a, on a piece of coral sticking up out of the water, oh, yeah. and suddenly it's an island. Yeah, they're quite good at that. Okay. Um, New Zealand is one of the highest financial losses per COVID death in the world. Oh, wow. Um, believe in yourself. Thank you very much. Kiwi Bears back New Zealand. Uh, a lot of opportunities the same over the decades. So you moan because they're uh, clever. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so it goes on. Okay, so... Bringing it back from China and the Solomon Islands, which is a bit scary for Australians. Uh, What's happening in the Ukraine? I mean, Russia's pretending to make friends again, but the real plan now is because they haven't uh, smashed Ukraine like they were supposed to, they're just going to have it like North Korea and South Korea and just kind of like those ones who side with Russia, they'll take that side, the rest, they'll just put a big wall up and let them do their thing. That's what I, I heard anyway. I was listening to the, 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 the school of thought is that, 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 that Vladimir Putin, the great, the great chess master, the great KGB chess 
moister. Um, that that he's that he's completely screwed this up. That he's that he's uh, that he's fallen for sophistry and hubris. His army didn't have the kind of power he thought it did, and it's all fallen over, ass over end. And what a terrible mistake to be in. Now I hope that's true. I hope that this has just been a terrible miscalculation by Putin. My fear, my fear is that this is just the beginning that Putin sees the only way Russia regains its position as a superpower is if the entire planet's in chaos. And if you look at the tactics and the things that Putin has done, it'll only really start to cause the West pain in sort of the next month, six weeks, right? Yeah. And and you kind of get the feeling that like a judo, like the judo expert he is, he's kind of locked us into a hold where we think we're winning, but he's very slowly yeah. killing off, yeah. you know. You know what, um, Martin, I believe that because he had, there's a lot of money in Russia and he spent a lot of money and they put people in the space and he competes internationally just like everybody else and he does very well. So I think there's no end of, of, of cash and supplies and resource and he's got some very powerful friends and to embarrass himself like he has to date in front of the world, like it's Russia, he's coming off as a bit of a joke. He's been painted. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. They're, they're in a lot of danger being seen to just be completely toothless. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, my, fear, my fear is that he forced his army into the Ukraine because he wants to actually ignite a far wider conflict. Yeah. And he has been very clear about anyone who says otherwise will get nuked. And he's brought out the nuclear weapons. He's threatening them daily. You know, I will use these. Mess with me and you'll get some of this. Um, I, 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 I fear that he has designs on the Middle East. I fear that he has designs in Iran. I fear that he has designs in Bosnia-Herzegovina. I just, I think it would be unwise to underestimate Putin. I think we're all going, ha ha, the Ukrainians bogged you down and you losing, sucker. Well, what if he wanted to be bogged down? What if this is all actually part of the plan so that he can escalate to a chemical or weapon attack or a nuclear or tactical nuclear on the battlefield attack? Um, the, the Russians see the Ukraine as the great buffer between them and the West, and they have lots of their own philosophical, political experts and columnists always arguing since 2014 Russia needs to take back the Ukraine and hold that buffer because it's that buffer, let's not forget, the Ukrainian buffer that has almost saved Russia every time over the last thousand years. Some bugger comes in to invade Russia and you've got just, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks of it getting through the Ukraine before you get to Russia. And so the Russians see the, 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 the Ukrainians as, as as a buffer to the, to the West. And I fear that, well, maybe... Maybe Putin intends to make that buffer a nuclear wasteland, or maybe he, he intends to make it a chemical yeah. wasteland. Yeah. You know, think that's on the cards. And Trevor goes, "Thing, what do you think? Will Putin just push the red button? What's your option? I think a localized nuclear attack is quite, you know, and us dealing with the the, the radiation and the fallout from it, definitely on the cards. And oh, I, I, I think, I think a battlefield tomorrow. nuke, a battlefield nuke, is exactly the sort of thing yeah. that he would, because NATO, NATO would not sit and would not say boo to him no. if he used a nuke on the tech, a tactical nuke on the battlefield. That everyone would just go, okay, 
Okay. Yep. We're doing nothing near this guy ever again. Exactly. No one is going to start World War Three for the Ukrainians. No one. No one is. Yeah, totally. Uh, and he is, yeah, he's, he's, how do you, I don't want to call the guy nuts because he's very strategic. He's strategically nuts. But, yeah, most definitely capable of blowing up masses of, of, of the Ukraine and making a point. The concern they, the concern they had in the 90s was um, this, this broke-back uh, theory. They called it the broke-back theory. And, and they were at, at, at extreme, um, uh, uh, very, very, very keen to convince the civilian population, the civilian leadership of any of, of the Russians um, and the Americans. Uh, in the 90s, there came out this idea and belief that the leaders could build bunkers deep enough um, and stay in those bunkers and launch a nuclear attack and then believe that they could just live that out. And um, so they, in the 90s, they, they did a big sort of trying to explain to the civilian populations of the Russians and the, and the American leadership, you couldn't really live like that, right? After a while, your bank bunker just won't be able to protect you. But Putin had a doomsday bunker in, the, um, in the, uh, one of the mountain ranges in Russia. Um, and he's had it built there, and it was finished, I think, in 27, sorry, 20, it was finished in 2019. Um, and he's been there a couple of times already. And it's this 400 square kilometer um, city that they've built under this mountain range, which is a doomsday bunker. And the fear is that he might bugger off to his doomsday bunker and just start launching. Um, the question then is, would the Russian military accept those orders and go through with them? That's the big question, Mark. Yeah, of course. Uh, should we send Will Smith to the Ukraine? Uh, Bang! Will Smith. Goodness gracious me. What did I think? Um, I, I, I thought that the hero of the night was Chris Rock. You know, um, I think that what an iconic um, little he, you know we've made um, we've made uh, television history tonight. You know that kind of line was just like wow. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, th- I think it was. I think it's important for it to become a teachable moment for other men. I mean, I, already you see toxic masculinity and male privilege and violence. And da da da. Everyone who, with an axe to grind against men is up or, is up off of the races. I think stuff.co.nz will be printing a thousand more articles about toxic male masculinity. Yeah. Um, I think I think the, the teachable moment for men uh, around the world is as, as men in groups of men, mm. we have to learn very quickly which one amongst us has the emotional range of happy, hungry, angry, and I mean hungry <laughs> an emotion, but that's their, that's their emotional range, right? Mm. And we all know blokes who when they get to their edge, they just speak with their fists. And as men, we've had to work out which one amongst us is the dickhead who will always throw the first punch. And what Chris Rock did was he didn't react. And that's the fucking message I think we need to teach other men. And this is what fathers need to say to their sons. Be like Chris Rock. Be the bigger man. Take that punch. Don't respond, right? Don't don't fight back. Don't punch back. Because 
it's at that moment when the adrenaline is going through you and you're feeling all that anger and you're channeling that shame and you're channeling that humiliation and you're challenging that righteousness. That's when we're most dangerous as violent men, right? <laughs> we just lose our shit and go for it. I'm not saying just take a beating or be pacifist or if somebody else is getting beaten, don't do anything. Of course. But knowing that there isn't any other punch coming through and it's just that moment, knowing not to fight back, not, not, to, to, not to escalate it and to de-escalate it at that point, that, that's what being, I think, is the, is the, is the first test do you think it was real? It was definitely real, wasn't it? It was real. Oh, I, I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought as, as it was erupting, I thought, oh, this is a joke. This is clever. This is funny. This is, oh, no. Oh, shit, no. That's just, no, no. He was, he really, yeah. he went, he lost his rag. So, yeah, there's no, there's, and I don't think trying to romanticize Will Smith fighting for his woman or standing up for her honor, fuck that shit. You can't punch someone if they tell you, if they say a joke. Even if it's an offensive joke, you can't punch them. Uh, I was reading some interesting comments about um, who's the guy with Dancing with the Stars and he's got that uh, party that's aligned uh, with National, um, David Seymour. Yes. Uh, yeah, and he, uh, he said that Jacinda is keeping the last reins and hold on these mandates because – she needs to keep COVID in play because if she doesn't have COVID in play, she hasn't got uh, the the headlines or something, a successful strategy to win the 2023 election. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I just think that's bullshit. I mean, I, I look, uh, no government wants to keep these mandates in place. The, the, the economy is hemorrhaging. If they could get people back tomorrow without any mandates in play, they would immediately do it. The idea that she's still holding on to them because she loves power. Oh, you know, I mean, David's got to say something for political relevance. And, you know, it's 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 a line that finds a lot of fertile imagination. There's a, there's a, there's a chunk of New Zealand right now who thinks that she's as part of a secret agenda to take over the government. So there's fertile ground there for nutters to think, oh, she wants all the power. Bullshit. She wants normalcy so she can get back to being normal and the economy can start making money. Uh, the idea that she's holding on to the mandates because she loves the drama, is, it's just its just bullshit. Mm. Uh, Wayne Brown entering the Auckland mayoral race. This is huge. This like, <clears throat> He's been a far north mayor for a long time. He's been on a, what the board of the DHBs and all that kind of district health board. He's also been... Uh, on the board of, I think it was the chairman of Cordia there for a wee while. We dealt with him at Alt TV and what have you. I love this guy, and I think he's got has got the showbiz. I don't even think he's got a Facebook page, but um, he's putting himself up against Leo Malloy. I think it's interesting now. Yeah, I mean, I think that he's coming forward as is what he would consider the credible right wing candidate, um, and that's fine. But that then means, in terms of the total voter pool, you've got a Fesso out on the left, Vic, centre of the heart, who's he, what's it, who no one knows her name, uh, Wayne Brown and Leo Malloy all fighting for the right-wing vote. So I think a Fesso Collins' chances of uh, becoming the first Polynesian uh, mayor, I think his chances have gone up quite considerably with Wayne stepping in. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you, 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 look, at, you look at where the votes are going to come from. Who is Wayne going to take those votes off? 
Well, he's not going to be taking them off 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 Officer Collins. He'll probably be taking them off Leo Malloy. But I think the name recall of Officer. I think I've not seen much of the campaign for this guy being rolled out. I'm seeing Leo making uh, uh, waves every single day and be reading about it. Um, and I see Wayne Brown <clears throat> just doing common sense stuff. Really, I think he's playing right down to the centre, maybe centre right, just being a grumpy old guy saying we shouldn't have to spend all this money on dumb stuff. And and that's and that's I, I think I think. How grumpy is Auckland? That's that's going to be the question mark over mm. anyone's success going into the. Um, it just reminds me of yeah. someone's principal. You know, what I mean, he looks like he looks like the head of um, Rangitoto College. You know, he just you know, he looks like the principal. Oh, yeah. it's the biggest college in New Zealand. Yeah. Holy yeah. Boy, this guy's got some money. Yeah, I, I, I just think that Aucklanders are sick to death of COVID. I think they're sick to death of not being able to play in their city. Mm. I think. So much of the infrastructure groaning um, as it desperately tries to get an upgrade. The upgrades are causing more uh, uh, disruption than the ongoing problem. So I think Aucklanders, by the time they get to the debate and the electoral campaign, are going to be very grumpy. You can see within the polling that there's a real turn against Labour, particularly Jacinda. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Labor's endorsement of a FESO, if it actually helps or doesn't. Okay, who are you calling? You're you're squarely a FESO, aren't you? He's oh, I, look, I, I think I think it's I think it's uh, I think it's going I think it's between a FESO Collins and Leo Malloy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm split now. I'm I'm back in Wayne Brown. Anyways, um, today FM uh, launched last week. Yes. Uh, we're up against uh, News Talk ZB, so we've got yes. something else to listen to. Yes. A lot of technical issues and what have you. Your thoughts? Have you had listened much? Yeah, I think um, I think it's a very different prospect than Talkback Radio has been in the past. They are very much attempting to be much more middle of the road, much more liberal, much more progressive. I don't know if that fits with the audience demographics. Mm. Um, who are they trying to take numbers away from? I, I, radio I think New Zealand it feels like a Radio New Zealand play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't, think, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't think they're chasing Big B. I think they're chasing Radio New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. because I'm, I'm listening to them on today and then going, I like ZB even more now. Sorry, I'm a ZB listener. You know, what I mean, like, oh, there's nothing you're giving me that I don't need already on those other guys' things. Even the callers are a little bit better, but you know, hey, week two, we'll see how it goes. Sure I think I think that's 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 what's going to happen. They're going to try and draw away, um, particularly uh, middle class women in, in in urban areas. That's the that's that's who they're trying to win over. And I just I don't know. It's I think it's for I think it's for twenty four and twenty five year old women who have spent all their life listening to the edge. And now maybe they'll go over to stay if him because Tova's on there, you know. Yeah. And I just don't, I just don't know if that audience is large enough to keep you know doing the 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 car sale sausage sizzles in the weekend, you know. And also, it's a mix of like more FM breakfast and news. You know what I mean? There's a yeah. five thousand dollar competition coming up, but let's very talk much. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, I don't know if it mixes. It's a, it's a different mix, I'll tell you that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, hey, Bomber, I remember you from Channel Z days. 
um, with the uh, talk back. I rang up every week, said, what did ask? Okay. Did you have your fond memories from back then? Did you get a lot of cranky callers that, like, you hang up on you all the time, all that kind of stuff? Or was it live, live, or did you... Were you live, 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 live. Everything went where. We had no... We didn't bother with the um, seven-second delay. Just did it all live. Um, oh, you know, it was it was a, it was a fun. <laughs> I don't think we could do what we did then. Now, right. I just don't think it's possible. No, exactly. You'd hey, mate, thank you very much. Oh, hey, just quickly, um, uh, what's his face? Uh, guy, guy with the long hair, National Party number two. He's left a Tauranga, selling his house, didn't sell for three. Simon, years. Simon, Simon Bridges. Yes. What's he up to now? Any word? You spoke to him on your show. Oh you? yes, I think I think he's going to get his. I think. It's likely he's going to get a media gig somewhere. Oh, not a TV2 game show or something crazy. No, no, I think more as a commentator. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, they're going to put a panel together, haven't they, you know? Somewhere. Panel shows, of course. You look like you know something more that you can't say. It's just that that smile I caught somewhere. Somewhere. Watch this. (laughs) All right. That's all. Thanks very much, $2,000 a week is on the line. You know, what is it? Yeah, Sponsors can pay for that. Yeah. All right, mate. I'll I'll see you next week. I really appreciate your time, Bob Bradbury. Thank always, you. Always, always, my friend. Hooray! Good, mate.